No one knows how many children are missing, for example. No one knows how many, what the exact, what the actual death toll is. Um, there are all sorts of finger pointing now. Um, are you going to play that video? I guess it was a town hall meeting where the woman was talking about, uh, there's an observatory. There is a ginormous telescope at one of, at the peak of one of the mountains that overlooks the, uh, the town of Lahania. Uh, on the island of Maui, which is nearby, uh, you get a lot of there's there's a, there's a lot of good pictures. People like in pictures of stars, and you get a lot of good pictures out of that particular observatory. She was saying that that observatory is one of the causes of the fires because they weren't taking the trash out. They were just they refused, to pay for trash they refused to pay for the trash service, and the government wouldn't do anything about it. So the trash was they were just stacking it up outside the observatory, and so when the wildfire blew through there, and it did through near the observatory. Um, it had all this, basically this kindling that just let it go up and smoke. And uh, there, there's just all sorts of finger pointing going on there. But, but, but the fact of the matter is here, two weeks into the disaster, they don't even have a handle on how many people are missing. Here's a headline from What's Up With That. Anthony Watts is a website. The real cause of the Maui wildfire disaster. This was five days ago. This was last Thursday uh, by Cliff Mass. Um, this blog will discuss the key reason for the Maui disaster, one not discussed by the media and others, a high-amplitude atmospheric wave forced by strong winds interacting with the mountains of Northwest Maui. In other words, it was a natural disaster of sorts. An atmosphere wave that produced powerful, dry downslope winds on the western slopes of the West Maui Mountains. And then uh, he describes what happened in detail below. The terrible disaster in Maui has been leading the news cycle for a week now, with media, in other words, proposing many causes, climate change, drought, dry invasive grasses, and Hurricane Dora, to name a few. But none of them have identified the key reason why so many people died last week and why the damage was so extensive. None explained the 60 to 90 mile per hour gusts that hit a very localized area. Winds strong enough to shear off wooden power poles, tear roofs apart, and down lines of power lines. And it wasn't Hurricane Dora, a relatively small tropical storm that passed 700 miles to the south of Hawaii. Something else happened in Maui last week. Something capable of creating intense wind in one location and light winds a few miles away. A phenomenon skillfully predicted by modern high-resolution models, and thus a feature we could have warned Lahania's population about. Now, there's all this talk about the sirens. Why didn't the, the warning sirens go off, alerting the population of Lahania and other small villages nearby that there was a... a well, first of all, you need to know, the sirens are for tsunamis and hurricanes. And hurricanes. They're not for fires. So when if the siren would have gone off and then you had good civil service training, which they probably don't, uh, you think about this. If you're going to have a system where you're going to have uh, sirens, for example, 
Don't the population need to know what the sirens mean? If the sirens go off, what does that mean, and what are you supposed to do? Which, which is, which is uh, your training would be uh, either seek high ground or seek low ground, one of the two. Well, what the, what the officials are saying in Maui, if we'd have rung the sirens, that probably might have caused people to run toward the fires instead of away from them. Because when a tsunami's coming, you seek higher ground. You don't go down to the beach and take a <laughs> take a lawn chair and go down to the beach. You seek to go higher. But the, uh, the high grounds is where the fire was coming from. So on one hand, they say that they couldn't ring the siren because it would have driven people inland and upland. And, and, and on the other, some people get to say, well, no, because there's a, you could have rung the siren differently, making people think uh, whatever. Right, right. For me, that just would have been mass confusion because then everybody would have stood around looking, going, well, what the hell kind of siren is that? Yeah. Well, what the hell are we supposed to do, you moron? Uh, so they may not have known. The fact of the matter is it's a natural, it's a disaster. It happens. It's tragic when it happens, just like when Hurricane Katrina happened here in New Orleans. Or as they say on the TV show, lost, what has happened has happened. Uh, there's no putting genies back in the bottle. But in any event, people are trying to now understand uh, what happens. So maybe there, if it ever does happen again or there's a threat of it happening, maybe you can prevent it. And, and uh, the uh, Cliff Mass says, um, To understand what has happened, one must consider the terrain of West Maui, which is dominated by terrain reaching nearly 5,500 feet, which is why they have that observatory there. The observatory is there because it is closer to the sky, number one. Uh, that area of Hawaii is known for clear skies, uh, low ozone, and uh, a lot of high pressure. So you get a lot of nights where you could see every star in the heaven that's visible, right? It's a great place to put an observatory. They also, I mean, they have one on the on, on the big island. There's, 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 you've probably seen it in some of the movies. There's a giant uh, telescope observatory near there. Is it, uh, it, it's not Kalahoa, Kalahea, Kalewa, Kalawea. Uh, whatever the name of uh, on the main island where that uh, where that volcano is, there's an observatory there as well. He says last Tuesday, strong winds approached the crest of the West Maui Mountains, not because of Hurricane Dora, but because of an unusually strong high pressure area to the north. We know this for several reasons, and then he gives some reasons. High pressure is centered north of Hawaii, and this high pressure was far more intense than normal just north and over Maui. The pressure anomalies due to the Hurricane Dora were very small in scale and limited to far south of Hawaii. So the dang hurricane didn't have anything to do with this. So they're all out there. They want to blame the hurricane so they can get Biden to trigger the climate. This the climate crisis. And then there's more explanation. Uh, since, uh, since winds approaching the West Maui Mountains will be so important to consider the situation at the same time for an elevation around 2,600 feet, you could see, and he has all sorts of graphs there. High, you could see the uh, the high to the north. Uh, 
the location of Maui, where the and, and then he shows you where all this stuff is coming from. And this is exactly what happened last Tuesday over Maui. The smoking, and then under the subheading, the smoking gun. Last week, I asked David Owens, a highly skillful atmospheric modeler in my group, to at the uh, uh, Weather Underground, to run a forecast of the Maui event using the WRF model at very high resolution. I was stunned by the simulation which revealed the real cause of the disaster. A high amplitude mountains wave with very strong downslope flow on the West Maui Mountains. And so, so it was a wind event, in other words. So there was a, because of the high pressure and the circumstances that this time of year, this particular time of year, it was a wind event. There's nothing anyone could have done about, there's nothing anyone could have done about that. Now, you could have been better prepared, always. And then uh, he says, lack of wind observations on West Maui. How do we know the model forecasts are correct? The lack of wind observations on West Maui is stunning. I know of no other heavily populated areas with such a singular whack lack of wind observations. This is very bad. So, again, now, the mayor of the, the, the governor of the island or the governor of the state and then the mayor of the town are now under intense pressure from people going uh, like, uh, or people saying that we weren't prepared. You guys failed. Your predecessors failed. Now, if that's the case, well, then what actually has failed? government remember we turn over all of these regulations of these sorts of things you turn it all over to them go like this is what we pay you guys for this is why we are taxed this is why we have property taxes and sales taxes and regulation you're supposed to know what you're doing but you see we're surrounded by nincompoops Ladies and gentlemen, these people don't know what they're doing. They are, by and large, imbeciles stuck in positions that they shouldn't be in. They have been elevated into positions of power, and they have power to do things uh, and, and to prepare for things that they have no knowledge of how to prepare for. This stuff isn't hard to figure out. But there is a third factor that's playing in here. The people of Maui, by and large, if there ever was, and there was at one time a missionary effort there to convert them to the faith, you know, one of the buildings that survived uh, the first set of wildfires was a Catholic church that was, it, it, <laughs> it looked like the fire went around it. The wildfires just went around the church. But from all the indications of what you hear people talking about and what they're saying after the fact, um, uh, that area of Hawaii and that area of Maui is largely filled with either returned to or never left pagans. So I don't know what was going on. I've never been there. I don't know the politics from Adam, but I can tell you that the reaction is one of pagans. There is some, oh, thank God that such and such didn't happen. But most of it sounds to me like a bunch of angry pagans who are, who are PO'd at the wind and rain god and at the fire god that they didn't do what it was supposed to do, that they had been sacrificing to it. 
Mike Churchill here on the Crusade Channel on a Monday. We are live. Call in line, telephone number 844-527-8723, 844-5-CRUSADE. Um, what else do we have on this? Okay, we've got a bunch of digital media files on this with Hawaii Governor Josh Green on the death toll. This is just strange. But then again, we didn't know how many people had died after Hurricane Katrina for a while either. So, I mean, because it took you, <laughs> the, the the National Guard, some instance, had to go door to door through some of the areas where houses had been flooded directly to find out whether or not there were any drowned dead people inside. So, you know, you wouldn't get a, a final count, and, and ultimately the final count was over 2,000 in the city of New Orleans proper uh, itself, and primarily almost all of them were drownings. But in any event, they don't know. They don't know. Don't know how many dead people, don't know how many dead children. That's the real shocker is no one, uh, okay. So what was it? They were supposed to be in school? They were out of school. Okay, they were out of school for some reason, I guess for the summer. summer. And so the kids weren't at a central location or central locations where we could say, like, well, we know where all the kids were. They were in the school buildings. Well, no, they weren't because they were on summer break. So uh, all of this is happening. There's, uh, And, of course, you, know, you have the usual. <laughs> Just blame climate change. No mourning over the loss of life. Let's just jump to the conclusion and blame the climate so Biden can pull the trigger. I'm just wondering how these how these goons think this climate emergency lockdown, which some people have been predicting for quite a while, how that's going to work. You know, you have 26 attorneys general now in the states that have basically told Merrick Garland and the Biden regime injustice department to go to, to stuff it and to take certain rules and regulations like as it applies to mutilating children for example and for mutilating uh, children uh, in schools and what have you um, uh, over half of the United States is in open revolt against this uh, uh, trying to be forced on them from the top down <laughs> so, we were watching after the show on Friday, we were watching a video of this weightlifting championship where supposedly this trans woman, this trans creep, wins the gold medal. Now, I had not been privy to the prior conversation or to any of the previous video where said man pretending to be a woman was shown doing the weightlifting. But as soon as the creature walked onto the scene to get its gold medal, as soon as I saw it, I went, that's a dude! There wasn't even an attempt to try and look like a woman. But then they make this big hoop de do. See the smiling women who acknowledge the diversity of the trans winner of this year's World Women's Snatch and Jerk or whatever the competition was for weightlifting. Here's what they didn't tell you. 28 other women dropped out and refused to participate. No one bothered to tell that story. They just made it sound like all of the female weightlifters were all down 
with with the macho man Randy Savage coming into, into the competition when in fact 28 contestants dropped out and refused to participate saying that I am not I'm not wasting my time competing against a man and I'm certainly not going to dignify that this uh, this uh, aberration this chimera who's going to walk onto our competition stage and pretend to be one of us we're not going to do it so 28 women to their credit dropped out and so that the uh, the guy could go in. It's just it's it's, it's such a it's just. Where's reality when you need it? All right. What else do we have to? Uh, we'll come back to the uh, the climate change and the the, the non climate change and all that. Uh, and, and again, if if what the world economic the world economic forum owns oh, the stakeholders of what they have in store, there is a report by uh, Evita Duffy Alonso at the Federalists that may give us a clue as to what the Biden regime has up their sleeves. They the, kill us all. These, well, oh, yeah, they want to kill us all. Well, we know that. We've been talking about that for years. These 14 American cities have a target of banning meat, dairy, and private vehicles by 2030. This is some monstrosity called the C40 Cities Climate Leadership Group. <laughs> 